Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Holly has read the entire Rolling Stone profile on Johnny Depp, and she has a really unique takeaway about Johnny Depp and his life perspective, and she's going to share it with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, that's me. Bradley Trainer will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts has been filling in, and Sonny's been at the controls. Holly, I want to just, first of all, thank you for doing the heavy lifting on this, because from what I understand, there are a lot of words in this profile. Yes, there are a lot of words in this new Rolling Stone profile about Johnny Depp. It was just published yesterday afternoon. There are many words, Colleen, and there are many angles that one can take with this article on Johnny Depp. You could talk about his legal troubles that he's having. Of course, his uh, management company sued Johnny Depp, and then Johnny Depp sued the management company. There's millions and millions of dollars at stake. One of the things that we can take away from this is that Johnny Depp essentially has no money left. Right. He has blown through his $650 million fortune, and he's blaming the management company for mishandling his money Mm -hmm. and then they're blaming him for saying well no actually you just spent all your money and it's your fault yeah so there's that fight that's Mm -hmm. happening with johnny depp now the interesting part of this article the one that i want to talk about is the persona of johnny depp the persona that he has created around himself now i feel like at this point in johnny depp's career captain jack sparrow and johnny depp are almost one and the same. Mm-hmm. We have an idea of who Johnny Depp is mm-hmm. in our mind. He's the guy that looks like Keith Richards, kind of is a rock star, a little Bon Vivant. Well, that's who he is today. That's who he yeah. is today. And there's a reason why Johnny Depp is that way. It's because he's trying to emulate his heroes. And I'm here to tell you, Johnny Depp, it's not working. Ooh. It is not working for you. you so, got to find your own path in so your own way. Who are his heroes that he's emulating? Well... In this article, it points out some of Johnny Depp's big heroes that he looked up to in his life. Two of them specifically. One would be the old Hollywood legend Marlon Brando. Mm. We remember Marlon Brando. I believe he passed away maybe about a decade ago. But one of the most famous faces in cinema. Yes. Legendary actor. Legendary Bon Vivant, who is Mm. known for, uh, but not limited to, owning his own private island in Tahiti. Mm. Which, incidentally... Uh, Johnny Depp also owns his own private island. Oh, and funny you should mention that, Colleen, because who did Johnny Depp consult when he purchased his own private island in the Caribbean? I'm going to guess that it was Marlon Brando. Exactly. You know, oh, that's it. Okay. First of all, I have two thoughts about this, mm-hmm. uh, and I, and I want to get to his other you know heroes that he emulates. But the, the first thing I think is 
when you think about Marlon Brando and the trajectory of his career and how his life, how his career and his life sort of ended, mm-hmm. this was a man who was known for being just beautiful. Oh, the, well, go back, do yourself a favor if mm-hmm. you have time today, mm-hmm. and go and watch Marlon Brando in a streetcar named Desire. Yeah, go look at him in the Wild One or in On the Waterfront. Mm-hmm. I, it, like he, his face. It was one of the most stunning things to ever be put on celluloid. Yes. And, yes. I, and I'm not being hyperbolic about no, it. It truly is it, stunning. It's absolutely true. He yeah. was a beautiful man. And talented. And talented. And and then at some point um, in his career, uh, and who knows, I don't know why, but he sort of let that go. Yeah. And just kind of went to seed. Yeah, a and little then bit. the urban legends include him ordering Big Macs and having them shipped to his private island in yep. Tahiti. So that's Marlon Brando. <laughs> okay, the other person that Johnny Depp looks up to is the late Hunter S. Thompson. Mm, now yeah. we've known about their relationship for quite some time. Johnny Depp played Hunter S. Thompson in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Well, he played the character that Hunter S. Thompson made about himself Mm -hmm. in the book Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Right. And then he also played a version of that in The Rum Diaries, which is a movie that he made about five years ago. Hunter S. Thompson being the catalyst for something called gonzo journalism, meaning Mm -hmm. that he embedded himself in his stories. Hunter S. Thompson also drank a lot. Yeah. Did a lot of drugs. Yep. And eventually... Died by suicide. Died by suicide. In a very, I mean, not that it ever is not a gruesome way, but in a very gruesome uh, way and also lived a very tortured existence. Yes. So these are two people that Johnny Depp looks up to. And this profile of Johnny Depp in Rolling Stone magazine points that out. The author of this profile says that Depp has an affinity bordering on obsession with bon vivants who had their late prime in the 1970s citing Marlon Brando, Hunter S. Thompson, and even the insult comedian Don Rickles who just passed mm-hmm. away. But by all means, Don Rickles his uh, persona on stage was very different than the one that he led off stage. Yes. Off stage he was very nice, very cordial, very polite, but he was an insult comic. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me that these people are cited in this profile of Johnny Depp. And I want to tell Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, stop. Yeah. Johnny Depp, stop living your way life like this because it's it's not going to end well for you. Well, you know what this also. So the second thing that this makes me think of is um, that is how we regard our heroes. Yes. In general. I mean, Bradley and I have said for a very long time, like it's not necessarily a good thing to meet your heroes because you they are on a pedestal because you see the best of them. Yep. And when you have an opportunity to interact with them, you start to see their cracks and fissures, which is not a bad thing in life, but it can disappoint, it can lead to disappointment. Right. And you no longer are focused on the what things that make them wonderful. You're now focused on the things that make them not so great. Right. And Johnny Depp, not only did he meet his heroes, but he befriended his heroes. Right. And that's not to say that Johnny Depp probably knew these people as multifaceted human beings. But it seems to me that he's encapsulated the personas of these people and then now is actually living them out in his real life. Yeah. Odd. And, and, and it's odd. And I'm, I'm feeling for Johnny right now. <laughs> Now, like, the sec- the, and the other part of that, honestly, is it makes me think about who, who my children um, cite as their heroes. 
and wanting to educate and manipulate as much as I possibly can because I would find that to be concerning yeah. if the collection of people that, that they were looking up to, um, because I feel like that's a reflection of your personal goals in mm-hmm. life a little bit. Yeah. So it causes me pause to think about like, who are my heroes? Uh, who are the heroes of my children? The people I care about, who is it that they are looking up to and saying, I would like to have a little bit of what that person has. Right. Cause this is just an example of somebody uh, having some heroes and then emulating them in their own personal lives and how that may be destructive. It's like trying on a suit too, because that's not, I mean, if he's not doing it well, that's because it doesn't fit. Right. Yeah. Um, Oh, that just, that's a tragic, that's just a sad to me. That's very sad. Is the whole article sad? The The article about Johnny Depp and Rolling Stone. Yeah. Well, it definitely does not paint Johnny Depp in a flattering light. Here is a line that I think encapsulates the tone of this article. This is from the Rolling Stone profile of Johnny Depp. But the things that were charming when he was 28, doing drugs and running around the scaffolding on a high floor of Atlantic Records, L.A. building, seem disturbing at 54. Yeah. So what this article is saying is that, you know, the things that were cool in rock and roll when you were 24, you're still doing them at 54. It's not a good look. Yeah, growth is a good thing. Growth is a good thing. Yeah. It's okay to grow up. It's okay to grow up. Everybody, that is our wisdom for the day. Now, oh. when we come back, we are going to eat because it is yeah. Friday, which means ooh, ooh, we're going to stick ooh. some naughty stuff in our mouth. Uh, you may remember that the new state fair foods were announced this week. We were very excited about them. We have some of them sitting in the studio with us. We are going to taste them. We're going to tell you what they are first, and then we're going to taste them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, this segment cannot start soon enough. I've been waiting all week for this. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, will be back on Monday. Boys, you're going to be sorry you missed this. <laughs> Holly Roberts won the lottery on this one. Sonny's at the controls, and uh, it's Friday, which means we like to cheat on our normally moderately healthy diets with a little cheat day Friday. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day. I have been waiting (laughs) literally all week to stick this in my mouth. So this is the week where the new state fair foods were announced. (laughs) And uh, we went through the list with mouths watering. And we are so fortunate because our friend Stephanie Schimpf from the Blue Plate restaurants from the Blue Barn at the state fair has brought their state fair offerings Stephanie, welcome. It's cheat day. Oh, what? Well, we got to throw this on. I'm going to throw this on. There we go. Yeah. It's cheat day. Yay! Yes. Okay, so um, what is the th- what is in front of me that I can eat? This is the <laughs> official 2018 Minnesota State Fair New Food by Blue Barn Swedish Meatball Schmorgus. This is genius. Schmorgus. Schmorgus. I mean, I... <laughs> I just love a good smorgas. I just love a good smorgas. <laughs> um, and I do actually... I, I love don't know a good if, Swedish chef. I do, too. And I was just going to say, um, I actually do somewhere have uh, the... Uh, this is actually from your meeting. Oh. We have audio from your meeting when you guys decided yes, yeah. to do this. This is when we're doing the <laughs> There it is. <laughs> that was our chef um, uh, doing the bork, yes, bork, Yes, of bork. course. Okay, so, so tell me what I'm about to eat yes. as I'm eating it. You've got the pork and beef. I'm going all in. Meatball just situation. Do it, do it, I'm not even it. using a fork. 
with the creamy white sauce. Think of like that creamy white sauce your mom would make and she'd yeah. put it on noodles, on like, let's say kugel, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a lingonberry jam and a dill pickle relish. Oh and it's God. all nestled. All three balls are nestled mm. in a King's Hawaiian style roll. That sweet, soft, squishy, oh, yummy roll. So delicious. Okay. The sweet and the savory. That yes. is the thing. That because the King's Hawaiian bread mm-hmm. mixed with what kind of berry sauce is Ling- this? Lingonberry. Lingonberry sauce. So doing the traditional thing. So here's the thing. Okay. For I, I, I'm a Swede. Well, I'm not Swedish. I cannot believe I just said that. Whoops! I married a Swede. I'm Norwegian. You have umlauts. I have officially umlauts. on your last yes. name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm Norwegian. But I don't know. Like, if you haven't, if you didn't grow up with the flavor of lingonberry, you might not know what it is. And or if you did grow up with it and you just heard Stephanie mm-hmm. say there's lingonberry jam on it or like, sauce on it, what you'd be like, what is that doing there? Yeah, and it, it's tart. It is tart. But it's this is like just the right amount, and it does pair well, like you said, Holly. That sweet and savory, it's so delicious. And also the vinegar of the pickles, yes, mm-hmm. on top of that too, which so. brightens everything up. Mm-hmm. Yes, vinegar, acid, lemon, anything like that brightens up flavors. It is so good. I am so excited. Uh, this is something you'll definitely want to try at the uh, Blue Barn for sure. Yes. Holly's all in right over there. Uh-huh. Now, you brought something else, too, I see. So this is the unofficial Minnesota State Fair food. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, we call it a bonus food. Mm. Oh. So when you go through the fair process, you submit your items to the fair mm-hmm. committee. And they take a look at what everyone has submitted. And then they make their official rulings on what has been blessed as the new food. And, and as we know, these are the ones that are getting a lot of attention. Yeah. But then they also say, okay, um, that didn't make our new food list, but go ahead and sell it. That sounds really good. And that's what we're doing. Okay. Cool. So what is so this? These are scratch made, homemade, cheesy bacon tots. Oh, well, you are, had me at cheesy bacon tots. Oh, homemade tots. They're they're big. With they these are, are big. big tots. These are some big tots. <laughs> big tots. Yeah. Great great big tots. Great big tots. <laughs> tots of so, and what's on top of them? On top of the tots, the ta 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 ta. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could do the we could do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Um We've got a bacon-laced sour cream. Oh, yeah. So a little more bacon infused into that sour cream. A little bit of scallion, green onion, chive thing going on. And then a little more bacon. Because you need a little showpiece bacon on top. I can't even talk. It's so good. I think even though they're not a new food, I think they're going to sell just fine. Yeah, but these are indulgent. Yeah. Yeah, the, they're bacon rich. on bacon, baconception. They are rich. Okay, the okay. I, I, here's what I'm going to say. Number one, I was not ready to talk about the state fair because summer just started. Yeah, I was feeling a little salty about that. I'm not about anymore. the state fair. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. The food helps. The food it definitely does. helps. It gets you excited for it, and I will tell you, like, I will, I will. This, I would send people to get these. I will yes. say also, perfectly shareable. Totally. All of it is so shared. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Terrible. And yeah, yeah and, and, and uh, delicious. Which is what you have to do for the fair. It's got to be walkable, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, walkable, shareable. 
And, you know, let me just snitch a bite of that. Yes. Yes, exactly. Let me yes. just take a little bite. Now, Stephanie, over at the Blue Barn, I mm-hmm. do want to ask you, are some of the old favorites coming back this year? Oh, yeah. Chicken and the Waffles. Yes, please. That's all we wanted to I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, we, yeah. All of them are good. But. That's a legacy dish, yes. don't you think? Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, I hope that becomes like cheese curds or chocolate chip cookies. Yes. And the French toast with the homemade whipped cream, the berry sauce, and one. the Pop Rocks. Have you already bought the entire world out of Pop, pop rocks? rocks? Yep, okay. mm-hmm. yep, de- definitely. Um, <laughs> in fact, our, uh, that was a topic at our meeting last week. Hey, who's got the uh, Amazon link to order all the Pop Rocks? <laughs> so, um, I hope my garage doesn't leak and that there would be some big Pop that Rocks explosion. That would be explosion, terrible. Oh my right? gosh. We would be covering that on yeah. Crazy yeah. Stupid yeah. Idiots. Yeah. So, <laughs> Store all of your carbonated beverages in another room. Yes. Yeah, keep good those, call. Keep these separate, mm-hmm. good people. Call. And then, um, yeah, pierogies. And we'll have our blue cheese corn fritz mm-hmm. with the chimichurri sauce. So, yeah, we, we want to keep the balance of a little something new. And then those items that you've been craving all year, like the chicken and the waffle cone. And we're going to get you back. And what about beer? At the state beer. fair, because sometimes people, sometimes people like to have a little taste of uh, a beer while they're walking around the state fair. Oh, just you a don't, little yeah, taste. You don't say. <laughs> just a Some little people. sampling. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the next big announcement. Oh. The fair likes to parse it out a little bit. Okay. And so we submitted last week our beverage ideas. Okay. For mm-hmm. I think that announcement might be sometime in July. I don't okay, know. fun. I they kind of keep it secret. Okay, so, good. We'll have, we'll likely have but a new beverage. But that is a thing. So there will be something we new hope. probably. Fingers crossed. Yes. All, yes. Yes. We will, we will do our part here. We, we will cross all of our fingers and toes as well. We mm. hope to have a refreshing cold beverage to Wonderful. present to you. Yes. Well, I, we will look forward to that announcement as well. Stephanie Schimp from Blue Barn, from the Blue Plate Group. Uh, thank you for bringing this in. Also, really quick, we got 10 seconds. I got to just say, I heard Frosés at the free house. <gasps> Frosé at the free house. Just get there. Get a Frosé. It's the perfect. Perfect weekend for it. All right, and we'll be back on my talk. Celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show. They are abundant on my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is not, not here. here. <laughs> he is in Uganda, and he'll be back. Actually, he's on his way back right now. He'll be back in the studio on Monday. Uh, Holly Roberts has been filling in. Sonny's been at the controls. My mouth is still watering. From that amazing cheat day. I kind of want to take a nap now, but we can't. Nope, we can't because we have work to do. Mm-hmm. And that work is to unveil Lord and Lady D-Bag today. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Can I do a two-in-one? Yeah, why not? I don't care. Yeah, do you. I have two D-bags today. Okay. So I have Congratulations. one. Congratulations. I have a, a slight D-bag and then an actual serious D-bag. Okay. So which one do we want first? The slight let's D-bag go or the slight, serious? Let's go. We just start small, dip our toes in, right. and then go all in. Okay. Now, this was a story that was concerning food. I saw it yesterday. I want to call Kellogg's our D-bag of the day. Okay. The reason why is because Kellogg's has already announced that they are doing pumpkin spice frosted flakes. Already, no, you guys. Okay, already. it's June. Okay, stop it. That's not even why I'm mad. Oh, you're just are mad. Are we the- not done with the pumpkin spice trend yet? I thought we had reached our zenith about I two years ago. Complete saturation had occurred approximately 2015. I thought that too, but that's not the case because Kellogg's announced that there will be a limited edition. Uh, pumpkin spice frosted flakes. Okay, I'd I'm like just to, letting you guys know now. I'd like to speak on this topic uh, yep, for a moment, please, uh, from my heart. Yep. Um, 
I, what I, I'm, this is my truth. I would like the new pumpkin spice. I would like to nominate the new pumpkin spice. And I would like the new pumpkin spice. And I know it's borderline. I mean, I, we've dabbled. Mm-hmm. I want it to be coconut. We need more coconut things. You know how I am with coconut. Yes. I love coconut. Yes. And when I hear pumpkin spice frosted flakes, you know what I think? Do not want. No, but do you know what I do think? What? I do want. What? Coconut frosted flakes. I oh, like okay. Going. I like where you're going with this coconut You see what thing. I'm doing? Mm-hmm. If you feel an impulse to pumpkin spice something, yes. go... No, not doing it. Coconut instead. Coconize, coconut. Coconize it. it. No, just coconize it. <laughs> well, that I, could go into a I lot of different that, places. That could go really <laughs> wrong. This is true. This is a good point. This is a good point. But uh, coconut, mm-hmm. more coconut, please. Yes. Um, and then uh, once that reaches saturation, we can move on to something new. I'm fine with that as long as we get to keep some of the golden oldies. Like what? Same with pumpkin spice. We yeah. can keep some of the golden oldies. Oh, like the pumpkin spice latte. You can latte. do your latte. You can still, you know, this is what all I'm saying is we don't need to over novelty it. Yes. Let's just keep some of our fan favorites. Try something new. When that reaches saturation, we'll keep the tried and true version of that. And then we'll go all in on some other flavor. We don't even know what it is yet. It's going to be so exciting. Now, Colleen, I'm here to tell you that coconut had some momentum a couple years ago. It did. You need to keep on the coconut train because I I feel like (laughs) we've ignored coconut. I agree. Trust me. You're preaching to the choir, Holly. Coconut is not getting its time. It's not. (laughs) I am not happy about it. Um, And I am the engineer of the coconut train. Mm -hmm. So get on board or we're leaving you behind. You're going to Flavortown. We're going to Flavortown. Coconut for everybody. By the way, if you did want to buy Frosted Flakes Pumpkin Spice Edition, they're out in stores in August. So they're no, out even, they're no. now even before no. summer ends. No, see, that's dumb. And now I'm even more mad. The other, well, it's okay, not wait, seasonally no, appropriate to no. have pumpkin spice in August. I'm is walking what you're this back. I'm walking why? this back. Here's why. Why? Because I, many people regard coconut as a seasonal flavor. Oh, it's a summertime flavor. Yeah, but in my world, it's an all the time flavor. So I, my feel, what I'm saying is, if somebody wants their pumpkin spice anything, they should be able to get their hands on it year round. Because I want to get my hands on my coconut year round. I wonder why they haven't even why coconut hasn't come on like the pumpkin spice because I I don't I mean I, the only time I know people don't like coconut is because they're allergic. Sure, it started Sonny. I feel like a couple years yeah. ago there was Dunkin' yeah, yeah there was Dunkin' Donuts coconut flavored whole beans. You know why? It's because people didn't try hard enough. That's oh, what it is. You all didn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so basically the d bag is you. You're the <laughs> d bag. <laughs> that's unexpected. I wasn't even gonna go Black there, but twist. yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh huh. Wow. You know what? I didn't know that that was going to get me in such a feely place. I didn't know either. I feel like I don't even need to do my serious. No, D-bag. I want you to do your serious debate. Oh, my debate is like my debate is like debate. That light. wasn't the serious. D-bag. No, I know you didn't know because you didn't know that I was going to have the reaction that, that reaction. led me to believe that it was the. Don't worry, I am seeing somebody about these feelings. <laughs> um, we are working through them. That's great. Okay, no, do your severe debate because I don't really care about my debate. Okay, my severe debate was is Shakira. Her hips don't lie. Her hips don't lie. Specifically, it might not be Shakira herself, but it is whoever's handling Shakira's merch. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? For her world tour. Oh, yeah. boy, Colleen. So I don't know this. Apparently, a necklace that Shakira was selling on her website all to promote her upcoming El Dorado world tour. Well, apparently oh. that necklace... No, no. Who let that one go through? Yeah, the necklace that she was selling on her website uh, in a coordination with her world tour was using a Nazi symbol. And not just a, a, an alluded Nazi symbol, like straight up 
yeah. using this symbol yes. on the necklace. So here is what that was. Right it, in it, the middle. By yeah. the way, we can't miss it. Yeah, um, this is called the Black Sun, and it is used in neo-Nazi imagery. And this was a necklace that Shakira was selling on her website. So first, there was a German media outlet that noticed the resemblance. And it's identical to the Nazis Schwarzson. I think that's how you say it. I don't speak German, but it means black sun. So it's a pattern featuring three crossed swastikas. And it's inspired by an ancient occult symbol, the black sun. And it was incorporated into a mosaic on the floor of a castle in Western Germany that was used uh, as the home base of the S. SS. And this symbol, the black no. sun, is still used today in some neo-Nazi occult circles. And uh, it was likely adopted by Nazis as significant because it was of its alleged relationship to ancient Germanic ruins and sagas. So basically, they, oh, I, I just like this was so debaggy. Like, why? Who? What? There's a chain of events. Now, I think we touched on this earlier this week, Colleen. I yes. Think we were talking about yeah. it yesterday. Yeah, we were. In this very segment, mm-hmm. how there is a chain of command mm-hmm. when you're manufacturing something like this by the thousands. This is designed. This is uh, it's crossed and checked and balanced. And that the fact that somebody didn't notice this. Now, you can assume maybe that they didn't know what they were doing, but you can also assume that maybe somebody did know what they were doing. Right. That's the problem is that, uh, yeah, you want to give you, people the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Like when you see something like this, you go, oh, whoopsie doodles. But it's not a whoopsie doodles. Right. Because this many eyes saw this before it went to production, before it went, um, you know, it was approved for the merchandise. I mean, listen, seriously, we just talked to Stephanie Shimp about how food gets to the state fair. Yes, that happens by committee. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that this wasn't seen and approved by umpty foo people before it made it to market. And and if I'm Shakira, I'm like that I don't I'd be mad if well, I were her. You would be livid because yes. this piece of merchandise is being sold to promote you. Yes. And you know, I, whether or not she knew, I don't know because that has happened before where the 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 artist has a committee that does all of that and maybe it doesn't actually go by them. They don't right. know necessarily what's being sold at their merch booths. Mm-hmm. Um that is that is their whatever branded by with their name, name on it. Yeah. Um but this all reflects on her. It right. doesn't reflect on the many people who saw it before it made it to market. Well, because the assumption is, is if you're selling something with your name on it and you're right. selling concert merch, that concert merch is a representation of you. Right. And so you would think that at least Shakira saw this and she gave it the AOK. And again, we can only assume what kind of committee is responsible yeah. for Shakira merchandise. It may or may not have anything to do with her. Now, the only good news that I have to deliver to you about this story is that that necklace is no longer available on the website good and that they've pulled it yeah that's the least they can do now what i'd really like to do is get it out of the hands of anybody who purchased it right but it just seems to me that would be something you would go you'd look at and it would take one glance to go yeah, I'm not even going to wear that. That's yeah. not a thing yeah, in my world. Yeah, don't be D-baggy. Cross the T's and dot the lowercase J's yes, for crying out loud. Exactly. For oh. crying out loud. And bring back coconut. Yeah, thank you.
It should be a thing. 2018, you're the coconut. Get on the coconut train. Mm-hmm. Flavortown, baby. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is about to be 145, which means it's about to be the throwback live at 145. This is the last chance. I have to tie it up before Bradley gets back. I cannot have him come back with a win, you guys. That well, just cannot happen. That's on you. I know. I did so bad yesterday. Holly we'll be back. Cold-hearted. I know she is. She has to be, though, because she can't show emotion. She can't gotcha. show favoritism. That's true. When we come back, throwback live at 145 on My Talk 1071. Every day at 145 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, we like to play a little game. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com doing everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers, on his way back from. Uganda, and we will hear from him on Monday. Holly's been filling in. Sonny's been at the controls. And now it's time for the Throwback Live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night palm in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Rock. Oh, boy, it's time for Friday's edition of the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 145. And Colleen and Rocco today buzz in by yelling out Colleen! their names. Rocco. Who did it first? He's psyching you out, man. <laughs> All right, now this is Rocco's last day playing for Bradley before Bradley comes back mm-hmm. from his trip. How you feeling, Rocco? I'm good. What, we, what did I do this week? Three and one? I don't know. I don't know. We don't need to talk about it. Colleen, I believe you have in front of you the total victory tally of the throwback live at 145. Where does the game stand as of right now? At present, we are but one total win away from each other. Bradley has a total of 36 wins in the throwback live. I have a total of 35. My goal is to tie it up. So when he comes back, we are even Steven. Um, I just want you to know what my goals are in case you care. And want to be helpful in that endeavor. Thank you. The only person who can help you out in this situation is yourself, Colleen. I disagree. I do sort of wish I would not have gone all in on all the food because my brain is feeling a little flungish. That's okay. It's Friday. Get those uh, cheesy cobwebs out of the way. Fire in the neurons. Fire Fire in the neurons neurons for our first vintage pop culture audio clip today. It is pretty quick, so listen carefully. I want you to identify the person in this vintage pop culture audio clip, Colleen, Rocco, tell me who this is. Oh, yeah! Rocco. Rocco. That's Macho Man Randy Savage. Nice. <laughs> nice. That was so good. Yes, that was him <laughs> snapping into a Slim Jim, the late, great Randy Macho, Macho Man Savage. Man, no, Randy Savage. All right, Rocco, good rest news. See, you got a Congratulations. point. Congratulations. The first start, start, you know, strong. Also, rest in pieces, beautiful bride, Miss Elizabeth. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. You were a total <laughs> WWF slash WWE fan. Yes. Okay. And, and I like specifically her too, but whatever. We can talk about that next week. Or with your therapist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Rocco. You have one point in the throwback live at 145, Colleen. You have no points, but it's anybody's game. It really is. Mm-hmm. It truly is. Now, moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Uh, Colleen, Rocco, please correctly identify this. What is it? What is that? What is that? What is that? Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Oh, my eyes! My eyes! 
Rocco. Rocco. I know. I know it's I Nicolas did. Cage. Yeah, but I don't think I know the name of the movie. It's some kind of old timey movie where he gets punished by putting a cage of bees on his head. Yeah, I'm just going to give it to him. <laughs> That's close enough. It's it was City of Angels. Is that which one it was? <laughs> it was? It was a truly touching moment. Meg Ryan dumped all the bees into his mask, and then they both passed away in eternity. Okay. okay. No, that was from the remake of The Wicker Man. Uh, yeah, The Wicker Man. Wow. Nicholas okay. Cage. All right. So I'm. This is not my game today. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I've never have gotten that. <laughs> you have two points okay. in yes, today's Throwback Live at 145. Now, Colleen, you have to guess this vintage I pop mean, culture audio clip correctly in order to secure your stake in the game. In order to stay in it, you got to correctly identify our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Rocco, Colleen, please correctly identify this. Rocco. Uh, and, and Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Now I'm just mad. That giggle was a little too happy for me. Yes, this is the beginning to the song Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson off of the album Bad. Which is how I feel right now. So, Colleen, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Ask Annie. Let's pretend I didn't get the Nicolas Cage one. No, let's pretend you didn't get any of them right and start all over. Can we know? Okay. Congratulations, Rocco. Yay. Pains me to say it. Ofta. Congratulations, Rocco. You just won the Throwback Live at 145 today. And uh, your prize is a wonderful brand new AMC Gremlin. Yay. Manual transmission. Base don't, model. Don't feed it after midnight. <laughs> See what I did there? Like no? That. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Thank Rocco. Well, really now we should still you. play. Fine. I the mean, remaining yeah. two vintage pop culture good idea. audio clips. It's a good idea. I'll either feel really good or even worse. Well, it's always worth the old college it is. try, right? It is. You are correct. I'm All in. Right. Let's do it. Let's play our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. This means nothing. No, it doesn't mean anything, Mm-mm. but we're going to have fun, right? Yes. Fun. Yes. Colleen Rocco, please tell me what this is. So why don't you make like a tree? Colleen. Colleen. And get out of here. That is from Back to the Future. That is Biff. <laughs> yes, it is Biff. <laughs> I that just, is Biff. No, I Biff had that Tannen. moment where yesterday I talked too much and I would get it right and then I'd keep talking and yes. then whatever else I said made it wrong. And so I was hesitating, but then I decided I got nothing to lose. It's like a screen door on a battleship. Yeah. Right. That's another Biff Tannenism. That's funny. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 that's great. Well, good job, Colleen. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Good job. Let's play our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip, just for funsies. Okay. This doesn't count, but Rocco, Colleen, (sighs) please correctly identify this. Hey, baby, I hear Colleen. Colleen. That's the opening to Frasier. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Can we also talk about this song? Can we listen? But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Was somebody drunk when they wrote that? <laughs> well, Kelsey Grammer did have a bad coke habit. Well, I'm guessing that. Did he write the song for Frasier? No, I have, I have no that idea. is his voice singing it. Yes, it is. That is the worst. Those lyrics are the dumbest things. <laughs> that is so stupid. 
Maybe I'm bitter because I lost the throwback live. I and feel so like that might have something to do with it. Anger is coming out, and I apologize for that. Again, I will be talking to somebody about that in their office. I mean, what uh, if my insurance Grammer will pay for it listening later? to this right now. I don't care. It's bad. You know, I would if I would have been his friend at the time, and he would have said, "I want to try a new song out on you. Let me know what you think." He would sing it, and I would have said. That's dumb. Now you'd hate to know, Colleen, mm-hmm. that there's an extended version of that yeah, theme song. I do. I actually with an acapella band <laughs> that was issued on the official Frasier soundtrack. Mm. Yes, that was a thing that was released sometime in the nineties. Did you have that? No. Okay. How I did, did you know that? Because I found it when okay. I was preparing oh, this very it. game this afternoon. Okay. I'll put it on the my talk pride pontoon party man. Well, oh good news. Okay, now you have to follow through with that promise, Rocco, okay. that we're going to play the theme song to Fraser, toss salad and scrambled eggs on the my talk party pontoon. <laughs> I think Lori might punch me. Um, that's fine. Yeah, you know what? While we're here telling truths about life, uh, there was one year that Lori could just could not with whatever soundtrack. Oh no, it wasn't even a soundtrack. We were playing. Ooh, not that. We were playing this repeatedly because it was our theme on the my talk pontoon uh holly is going to play for you the song that we were playing oh i don't know if it's the right one okay well in any case we were playing the theme to the golden girls oh and uh at one point Lori was just like this is stupid and i've had it and she just took over and became dj because that's what Lori does i thought you were gonna get mad when we played this on the party pontoon and she Ooh. shut you down. Oh, she did shut me down. I forgot about that. That, that was yes. You're right. We're gonna play we this a, out. Thank you. We have a lengthy history of Lori vetoing any songs that anybody else wants to listen to. Okay, pump up the jam. This is the one and only Phil Collins Ooh. with Susu Studio. When we come back, if you've got a family that's larger than four people. And life is difficult for you because nothing is made for families of larger than four. We're going to allow you to sound off on how you have been inconvenienced by your own family size. 651-641-1071. Hotel rooms, amusement park rides, cars. What is it that drives you nuts about having a bigger than four family? 651-641-1071. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071.